Warning, the following episode contains adult language and screaming goats. Listener discretion is advised. The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show. Episode 78 is now connected live, where Dennis and I talk about the Nordman product line hitting stores. His feeble attempt at dethroning me as Topper King. Shake and Bake's report of another machine release from Stern Pinball. More Insider Connected details. Playing against others on the Insider Connected platform. American Pinball's worst kept secret. Jersey Jack announcing a new designer. Keith Johnson's reply to our last Pinball Show episode. Dennis just saying some random shit. The TPN team growing even more, and what's coming up this week on the Pinball Network. Truly thank you, everyone, for the continued support. Enjoy the show. Pinball is a game of skill. For some, it's a passion and a lifestyle. It's time for the Pinball Show. It's pinball with personality. DJ Boom Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pinball Show. This is episode 76 with your host, myself, Zach Minnie, and my co-host, Dennis Creasel. How's it going, Dennis? Hey, it's going good. We're it's up, we made it to 78. 78. Whoever would have thought it? Me. Yeah, that's true. I always had believed. Really I guess it's really not a very special number at all. Not really. Not really a special number. I don't know what your special number is today, but I've heard, we're recording on Sunday, everybody, that you have a birthday today. Mm-hmm. Yep, but the show must go on. I suppose the show must I go on. I do not reschedule things around. I know you don't want me singing. I did, just in case no. you allowed me to sing. I am naked sitting in my studio right now, and I was just going to sing you the rendition of Marilyn Monroe's Happy Birthday, Mr. President, but I didn't think you'd be a taker. Why would you sit naked when you have like all those underwears <laughs> with your face on them that you bought? How are you going to celebrate your birthday? Oh, I, I'll probably see my parents here in a couple hours, nice. and then that should I'll watch the Chiefs game tonight. That's not till after 7, though. So. Oh, this last week, it looked as if you purchased yourself a birthday item that I never thought you would own ever, and that is a pinball topper. Dennis, congratulations. No, I... You got a topper for yourself. I have a topper, but I, I didn't buy it. Well, semantics, I, I suppose. I won it through my sheer will <laughs> and skill. And, and lack of Velcro. And lack of Velcro. And and there, and there was drama. Shenanigans ensued. It's a good Walking Dead topper. I don't know which one. Uh, like I don't know which company makes that one. I don't either. It looks like a laserific topper. But That's what I thought. But then I went to them and it looked like they had a different design. Yeah, it's it's one that I hadn't hadn't seen much, if at all. So I was wondering the same thing. It looks it's good. It's very rare. Red gold, we call it. I like the looks of that better than the one at Laserific. So nicely done. That's a good looking topper. Yeah, well, you know, it didn't. It didn't come with a special zombie goat mode. Mm, damn brains. I guess that's a sheep, but <laughs> we we work with what we've got here at the pinball show. Speaking speaking of voices, I gave you an early birthday present that you received. I think yesterday. Yes, thank you. That was very kind of you. And thank you for not including any of them under ruse. No, I knew better than that. Uh, what Dennis Creaso got everybody was an official pinball show new t-shirt that was announced yesterday, day before. The Nordman series of merchandising. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you put that logo together a few weeks ago. Uh, Nordman is a hit. Numbers don't lie. I only report the facts. You should see our merch. We sell more merch than anybody out there in Penn. So yeah, go get your Nordman t-shirts or hoodies or I think there's a I think there's an underwear form of the Nordman. Yes, someone sent me a clip <laughs> of it and said, How many people are buying this? <laughs> and I said, I don't know, but if it sells like the like the other sets, one. Yeah, no. not many. Yeah, the the crotch says the silver ball knight. And on the butt, instead of <laughs> they saying, only showed me the butt. So instead of saying, yeah, instead of the butt saying like juicy, like we're used to, <laughs> it says Nordman. 
Oh, <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah, nothing much happened to me this week. I was saddened and pissed off and angry by the fact that I keep on seeing all these social media posts of people playing Godzilla pros on locations. And Dennis, ours, uh, our pro allotment for locations got stuck in Chicago this last week. That's the capital of pinball. <sighs> so frustrating. I'm like, they're in Colorado and I can't get them here. I'm within driving distance, people. Yeah, it's supposed to be here Thursday. Employees at FedEx, they, there's not enough drivers, so it sat in a semi and doesn't come until this morning, which is Monday. I'll go pick it up. Well, I wish you luck. I've been hearing very good things from people who have gotten a chance to play it. I know. Man, I'm so pumped up. I'm also pumped to hear what is in the news this week. We've got our correspondents to handle the headlines for us. You want to give them a listen? Yeah, let's listen. It's time for TPN Industry News. Hello and welcome to the Pinball Show's Stern News Update. I'm Craig Bobby. Well, Wednesday, October the 6th was a monumental day in pinball as the world's largest pinball company launched its much-anticipated Insider Connected site to allow players a chance to sign up, set up their player profiles, and connect with others online. And although access to Insider Connected is currently only available through the Stern website, a specific Stern app should be available in time for the Chicago Pinball Expo later this month to make access easier. Now, once logged into Insider Connected, users also get a chance to explore the current six titles that were open for viewing and see the new achievements for each title that will be available at launch, with remaining titles available by the end of the year. So the million dollar question is, when will the retrofit kits be available? Well, according to Stern Insiders, parts delays have plagued the rollout of the all-important kits, which will allow previously sold games to be added to the network. So availability of the kits is still to be announced. And speaking of delays, Stern is now so concerned about keeping up with demand that it's currently ordering important parts to take them well into the 2023 season so they can keep those production lines moving to try and avoid more costly delays. And what would the news be without a hot rumor? And this week we have a doozy as it's rumored that Stern is launching a new title at the Chicago Pinball Expo at the end of October. What? But before all the Rush fans bombard local distributors with their down payments, the rumor mill is claiming that this will not be a Quarterstone title, but another Stern home pin, and will be helmed by none other than Stern's ambassador and host of the Dead Flip Twitch stream, yes, you guessed it, Jack Danger. Say Jack, who has been very public in his recent pullback of his streaming schedule in favor of spending more time with his family, has also apparently been tickling the Whitewoods by helping Stern design their latest home pin release. Jack is also scheduled to be hosting a seminar at the Chicago Expo, which might further explain his involvement with Stern at the show. What's the theme of this new home pin, you ask? Well, for the answer to that, we shall have to wait and see. For the Pinball Show, I'm Craig Bobby. Catch you on the flip side. Hi, this is Ken Rudberg with your Jersey Jack update. Just when we thought that Jersey Jack Pinball had locked in its A-list roster of three designers in Eric Menier, Pat Lawler, and Steve Ritchie, we've got news that JJP is adding yet another designer to the team. Mark Saden, who is best known as the designer of a homebrew machine based on Nintendo's Metroid, is now the fourth designer for Jersey Jack Pinball. Mark has chronicled his Metroid build on Pinside, and it's been a fan favorite at all the shows that he's taken it to over the past few years. Mark has a background as a software engineer, and he has shown off those talents in the Metroid build, but he's also demonstrated his skills in rule development, lighting design, and even fabrication and welding. Mark appears to be a jack-of-all-pinball-trades, so it's no surprise that he was snapped up by a pinball manufacturer. But many are questioning why Jersey Jack needs a fourth designer when they're currently averaging a new game every two years or so. There are rumors that Pat Lawler may retire after his Toy Story is released, which would bring the team back down to three. It may also be that Jersey Jack has been limited by global supply shortages and has not been able to ramp up as quickly as they have wanted to. 
Whatever the reason, Jersey Jack Pinball is clearly looking toward a time when all of its designers can be working and developing new games, and their release schedule can be sped up. How soon this can happen depends on a lot of factors, but at least now, game design talent is not one of them. For The Pinball Show, this has been Ken Rudberg. Hey, this is Kaz with an update on American Pinball. David Fix was a guest on Canada's Pinball Podcast this past week as they discussed the upcoming unlicensed titles, the different trim models, moving into a new factory, and dealing with supply chain issues. And there's also been a lot of rumors and speculation on what Game 4 is going to be. I've yet to receive official confirmation, but look for that reveal to be coming in the next few weeks, sometime here right around Pinball Expo. So don't forget to attend American Pinball Seminar at Pinball Expo. It's going to be Thursday, October 28th at 7 p.m. I look for games to be there, to be playable, maybe even to be able to be purchased at the show. So I hope everybody has a great week and has fun playing pinball. For the Pinball Show, this is Brian Cosner. Phew. Well, I'm sure glad we got to hear from those correspondents. Greg Bobby coming out with some rumors and news here, isn't he? Mm -hmm. He's got his second wind after five camping trips for 2021. (laughs) Maybe he's been making appearances on streams and everything. Craig Bobby reporting a rumor about another rendition of The Pin by Stern Pinball coming out very soon. It's launching Mm. possibly at, uh, at Expo or sooner than that. And he's he's reporting that the rumor he's hearing is that Jack Danger is getting his chance at design. Now, I had been hearing through my own sources that Jack Danger had been working as a design on a design for Stern Pinball. This is the first I had heard that it might be a the pin model, though. Mm-hmm. Myself as well. I've heard that he's working on something. As we talked about an episode or so ago, him kind of... You know, isn't that kind of odd that... Uh, not not him working on something, but wh- like, why has it been hush-hush? Remember, like, they announced when Brian Eddy was brought on board and everyone... We had to wait a couple of years before we saw a game. And everyone was all like, wow, yeah. I mean, he's he's well... Jack's well-known. Sure. You'd think that'd be a... Unless they're doing, like, the surprise reveal, hoping to boost sales kind of thing. Well, then, oops... It's it's pinball, guys. I mean, there's one. The keeping a theme quiet is one thing. Keeping people's occupations quiet is quite something else. I've been hearing this for months. So Uh, it made me think, though, and I don't know the answer to this. I should, as an authorized dealer, are these home versions of the the pin? Are they getting insider connected? Interesting. You know, I would think no. I would think no, because well. part, I think part of the only because part of the thing about the pin was to try and keep the pricing down. And obviously, if you're adding in a couple hundred dollars, I mean, the, the, and this is just my opinion, obviously. But my my big issue with the 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 pin units is I still think they're just too expensive mm. for what they're trying. Like, like I get it, I understand all the sacrifices they're they're making for it. But when you think about, and I think we've had this conversation before, but when you consider all of the other game room stuff people might choose to get, like foosball and mm-hmm. and uh, an arcade cabinet and stuff. This is still just way more than pretty much everything else. That's true. Current MSRP on the pin is forty four ninety nine. See, that's just. I mean, that's like about four hundred dollars less than what I bought a pro for mm-hmm. a few years. Now that was years ago. A few years ago. I still love that when you go to Stern Pinball's website, though, uh, they show up under affordable home game. Do you think there will be a renewed interest, number one, if there is a new layout or theme of the pin? And number two, that the differential between the pricing on this compared now to a a Godzilla Pro is over $2,000. We're looking at almost $2,500 here. Well, we're assuming that there wouldn't be a price increase along with this new game. Oh, that's true. And I think there will be. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, how much will, I mean, you you may still be, have a good point. I just, I'm skeptical that the gap will be the, the gap as we currently understand it. Um, It's a mix. You know, I've heard like Star Wars, the pin, pretty well received layout. I, I'm not sure how well these games have sold though. Overall, I still, for me, it's not, I'm going to assume that it will be a decent shooter. Uh, like, 
At this point, I don't think Stern is going to let anything below a C grade go out. I did want to make a correction. I, I made a mistake uh, looking at current pricing as of September 17th. The MSRP for these, the pin series is now $45.99. But we also have it noted on the pricing schedule for 2022 that it remains $45.99 for the Star Wars, the pin. Right. I suppose that could change, but I think it may well, stay the same. If, I mean, if Jax reworked the layout, which if he didn't, then why would it be a different designer? Stern does this all the time. Look at Godzilla and how, okay, well, everything else went up a little bit. Godzilla went up a lot, and they're going to wait a little while before they catch the rest of the games up. I could totally see them with a, especially having to pay a new designer, Mm -hmm. uh, saying, okay, well, we're going to have to charge more than we charge for Star Wars because we, this is not the same old layout with just a reskin on it. But, you know, the big obstacle with these these pin units is that uh, I think most collectors don't consider them. They don't have coin mechs or they're not considered. I mean, they're just they're not commercial grade pinball machines. They're toys. Mm. That's how some people see them. They're toys, not arcade equipment. And so there are just some people that will not consider it no matter what. Uh, Obviously, Jack uh, being a well-known streamer and a well-known pinball enthusiast, he'll probably move some units just for people who want to try his stuff out and give him a chance. Mm-hmm. So that'll help a little bit. Ultimately, you know, I I don't think I think the expectations Stern has for any pin unit are probably modest. Yeah, and Stern has told us dealers that they have been very successful. The Star Wars, the pin series. But some people prefer it to the game that is the commercial title. And you may not be able to answer this, but you are a distributor. You sell this along with other games. Have you sold more of the Star Wars pin unit than any other Stern pinball machine? I would say that my the the answer is they have not sold for us as well as the commercial units. That's the quick answer because sometimes I get accused of running around the question. So that's the quick yeah, answer. Yeah, don't you run around my questions. We don't sell them uh, as well as we sell the other titles, commercial titles. However... Every dealer has a different population uh, and focus of customers. Our customers are primarily the collector market, the enthusiast market. I wouldn't see our customers clinging on to this as well as a brick and mortar retail shop that it's sitting in aligned with pool tables, dart machines, arcades, etc. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get it. So I, I could see them selling better. Your, in a retail your caveat location. is noted. Yes, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I'm interested to hear more about this. If it is, if it is. A, what's the, what's the license? What's the theme? Um, I don't know. I don't know, I, but I have not been hearing. I'm going to guess Paw Patrol, but I've not been hearing anything. I have a good guess. You want to hear my guess? Sure. My guess is based on archival video uh, from when uh, Ken Cromwell special one lit and Bill Webb, they were doing a stream with George Gomez. They streamed on the Flippin' Out channel both probably two years ago when the pin Star Wars came out. And when asked if they were going to do any more of these and what theme, George Gomez, this is right after Jurassic Park came out, and George Gomez said, yeah, I don't think it's a stretch. Uh, kind of, I'm rephrasing here. I don't think it's a stretch to kind of consider what titles we're going for here when we go for something like a Star Wars. So the next one uh, very likely will be something that is very iconic and universal to uh, to pinball buyers. So my guess would be Jurassic Park. Okay. And if that's the case, then we'll really see what the pin is because a lot of people poo-pooed and looked down still do on Star Wars, the commercial title. But when it comes to Jurassic Park, it's heralded as one of the greatest games ever made. It's going to be hard to surpass that with a different layer. Yeah, but I, I, you know, I never thought that the goal of Star Wars The Pin was to surpass Steve Ritchie's Star Wars. No, just, and it I wasn't. I think they view it as a different market. Sure, but that's what us enthusiasts are going to talk about. That's what we're going to do. Well, uh, sure, comparison but, we're, sake. but we're not, that's not who it's aimed for. Because I'm thinking to myself, if a person's at home, they hate, they love Star Wars, the theme, they just, and there's millions that do, but then they see this come out and they're a diehard pinball person and maybe not like the commercial uh, rules or the, the commercial you know title when it comes to layout. And it gives them a chance to still be able to own a piece of Star Wars pinball. Whereas if it is Jurassic Park, you don't see that same thing, I don't think. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll have to wait and see.
I don't think we're going to have to wait too long. I'll tell you that much. More insider-connected details have emerged this last week as dealers and insiders attended a webinar hosted by Stern Pinball and presented by George Gomez and Gary Stern. Mm. I heard you have like 20 insider-connected accounts. I don't have two. I've got two. I rounded up to the nearest 20. I need to say I have two because I'm worried Stern's going to be like, stop. Why do you have two? We're going to delete one. I have one that I pay for, all (laughs) access, and one that's flipping out let's call it nicole's i have one like a normal human being Uh, why don't you give everybody because this last week everybody's been talking about what your what everybody's username is everybody save me follow me on the stern insider which i think is is kind of i had people trying to have me take zach's pool i that was clever though you have to give him credit well yeah but i want it to be zach's above ground pool and you can't have that many characters Mm, yeah it kind of spoils plus i don't need my tag associated with you (gasps) oh Creasel, why That's not? like creepy. That's some creepy stuff. Which is wait until we get to Expo and people yell shit out again. Hey, did Oh, my God. Yeah, I actually... <laughs> I, still have some, I think when I was on a, a thing uh, we could talk about later with on for TPN, and and Travis kept calling me Dindin. I noticed like, that. You know, no one actually says that, right? Oh, my God. And I remember, no, but online they do. <sighs> I love it. I love it. So, yeah, everybody's picking their username. What's your username, then, so people can follow? Well, and I said how I won't have anything associated with you, and then I ended up doing Nordman. Yes! I hope Dennis Nordman doesn't mind that I did that. They said don't use your real name, so that's not mine. He should... I hope he doesn't take my name. That would be really weird. <laughs> It'd be like some Inception-level weirdness. He's the hero we deserve. So how do you how do you spell it, though, so people can look it up? I did not put in the hyphen, so okay. I did, but I did a capital N, capital M. Oh, perfect. So I did Nordman. I love it. Mine is Z Mini. And then the other is, I think, Flipping Out Zach or Flipping Out Pinballs. Mm. I don't know. And I put I put my location as, I saw. as swear to me, coal mine. Because <laughs> naturally, the caped canary of the coal mine would have his Nord oh. Cave be a coal mine. I love that on, the, logical. on the official Nordman pillows that you can find on FlippingOutPinball.com. A little Easter egg on the back of the pillow. It says, where is she? <laughs> it's, it really should be, where's Lucius? Because if there's anything that the Nord man needs, it's his engineer. It's, well, that's perfect. Man, so, so good. They're really hyping up that the achievements are very distinct game to game. And we did see on recent TPN flipping out pinball stream, yourself, Travis Murray, Joe Lingleberth, and Craig Bobby, all on a video cast going through some of the examples of different title achievements. And it it was varied to a very large degree, I would say. Yeah. We spent about 45 minutes on Turtles, seven minutes on Led Zeppelin, and two minutes on Godzilla. <laughs> it was great. Really, they're really balanced. And and you know what? They, they're telling the truth. They were very distinct. Yes. It wasn't just a, a blanket... Scored this many points on every game. It wasn't anything like that. They also talked about profile badges in this webinar that's going to be awarded for a variety of events, repeat play, or many diverse accomplishments. But think like um, profile badges, like lifetime kind of things, like 100,000 spins on Iron Maiden or whatever it may be. They also gave the example I thought was pretty cool. They said, like, for example, a profile badge, you'd, you'd get one for Godzilla Destroys Chicago. But you can only get it if playing the game in the city of Chicago. That's clever. I like that. And I hear you can only get it if you use Delta Airlines to fly to Chicago. Look at that cross-promotional planning. Ooh. Oh, get your sky points. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and I know that they have a big hub in Atlanta, not Chicago, but... Work with me here, people. Existing loyalty programs uh, for Stern Insider and All Access are going to be rebranded. So it... it becomes a little confusing because we're used to yes. hearing Stern Insider, Stern Insider All Access. You get the podcast for free, but you got to pay more if you want to get the box of trinkets, et cetera, et cetera. So they're merging them and rebranding them all together. There's now three different models, if you will, or three different. Pro Premium and Ellie. Yeah. Well, here's how it goes, listener. The free one is called Stern Pinball Insider Connected, right? That's the free one. You sign up for free. You can get the achievements all, et cetera, yada, yada. Then there's a paid version that is called Stern Pinball Insider Connected All Access. That designation of All Access uh, is going to be 
very similar to the all access subscription you did before to get your little free swag and behind the scenes stuff. So it's a similar type of subscription fee, but they're getting rid of the, or can in the trinket box each year, I believe. The third version (laughs) is for operators. That is termed, God, now I got to read this. (laughs) You see it now, you'll see it forever. It's called for the operator Stern Pinball Insider Connected Pro. It's free to try out. And there's been no decision if they're going to change this to a nominal fee after six months or so. They're still undecided a lot on pricing. There, yeah, I'm I'm a little surprised. I'm I'm almost concerned. And I know you haven't talked about the the kits yet, but I don't get. I just they still don't know the price of the kits. Pricing's not known. They don't know the price of the kits, and I think Craig Bobby is reporting that um, they don't know the availability either because of parts delays. I can understand that. I I just I. That's, well, I mean, so the Insider Connected Pro for the operators, like, I don't, I really don't get it. Well, especially they're out on location now. I mean. They're live. I guess maybe the logic is they're not sure how much uptake there's going to be yet. So that's why they're not sure if there needs to be a fee or if the operator uptake's not that good, they'll probably want to keep it free. Uh, so I could, I can kind of see that. I don't understand why the kit pricing isn't known. I I agree. I, I totally agree. I think we're going to get a lot more during Expo. It gives them something to talk about during that seminar. But okay, I could be wrong. Again, I don't know why pricing should be a mystery, though. This is not, it's not a mystery award. I'm not shooting for a mystery award here. You're not wrong. There are two distinct currencies that you're going to kind of see throughout the Insider Connected system and programming. You're going to see gold coins. You're going to see tokens. Now, tokens can be given away by operators. So you're going to, you might uh, achieve some tokens. Anytime you see tokens, that's an operator thing. Anytime you see gold coins, that's going to be a stern pinball thing. If I get a hundred gold coins, do I get an extra life? It's a Mario reference. Do you see the new theme park? They're really planning that for Orlando. Uh, I've heard about it. I've not seen anything. I think it's going in the new Universal Studios. There's going to be another park, Universal Studios Park. I love theme parks. Do you like theme parks? Uh, not as much as I used to. Uh, the thing is, I always think I like them and then I forget just how much time is actually spent standing in line. <laughs> You're doing it all wrong, Din Din. You go with me. We got a plan, an action plan. It's going to cost you two to three times as much, <laughs> but we don't wait in line. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We're above waiting. Yeah. I do have a weird feeling whenever I'm walking through like the VIP lines. And people are like, uh, they're scoffing and they're, they're sticking the, like, uh, who's that guy think he is? I'm like, somebody don't want to wait 45 fucking minutes in the line. That's <laughs> who I am. Would you not pay triple for that? I would. Well, I mean, last time I went out to Florida for the, they didn't have that yet. So I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I do love the whole VIP thing. You get the parts knocked out in one day and take your time. Shit. I don't like lines either, but I love the dark rides. Are you a thrill-seeking roller coaster kind of guy? Or are you a prefer, dark ride? Yeah, I usually prefer the aggressive roller coasters. Oh, I call these rides worlds under metal. Worlds under metal. I love them. Well, you know, the thing with obviously the the thrill rides, the aggressive roller coasters is uh, that they kind of manually induce fear, which is perhaps the only emotion I can still maybe feel. You can muster up. Holy shit, I'm 200 feet in the air. That is scary. I'm a little gun shy now. I bungee jumped as a kid, but now now I don't like going too high or too fast. Mm -hmm. It scares me. I look at my mortality very seriously nowadays. I stick with the artificial artificial thrill of being on the Harry Potter rides and feeling like, what are those things called that suck your souls? Uh, Them being in your face. Man, I love that shit. Don't give me too much CGI on a screen though, people. No. Let's Jim Henson that shit up. I want to see puppets. Eligible games. They said about a month ago there was going to be seven eligible games at launch. Now, six. Sorry, Avengers. When they said that they're waiting on licensing approval for some of these things. Yep. I was like, huh? That's noted on their site. Your Insider Connected machines do need to be registered during setup. So you're going to have one final old-fashioned code update, George Gomez said, before being able to update via Wi-Fi. One more code update. That's the one everybody's worried about. It's going to break your machine if you've got some some uh, secondary software on there. <gasps> Flying brick. 
But they didn't say whether it would or not. I don't know. I wondered and I asked them in the, in the webinar, are you guys suggesting that people don't swap these kits from game to game? I can only imagine kind of like video output cards. You're like, well, I don't need 20 of them. I'll just keep swapping it in between games. Save money. And they said, you'd actually, you'd have to unregister the game to swap it to a different game. It can be done though. It sounds like it'd be a pain in the ass though. It would be a pain. Yeah. No one likes to unregister. They also talked about a way to transfer registration if you end up selling the game. But I'm like, why would you need to transfer the registration? Wouldn't you just log out? You're not in using the QR? I don't know. Well, let's say like a operator got one and wanted to be a verified. Mm, makes sense. Because that's the only way to get my 2000 XP. Insider Connected is now live. You can sign up at sternpinball.com slash insider. And here's the one of the most interesting parts that I'm pumped about. Maybe I'm overselling this, but every single game in the Stern catalog of Spike 2 with these Insider Connected capabilities is going to have a dedicated page and forum. Now, the forum's not likely to go live until January 2022, but having a dedicated forum for each particular game, I think, has great potential, Dennis. Yeah, it'll be. we'll have to see if it catches on or not. Uh, in a way, um, forums are kind of like uh, yesteryear, so I just sure. don't know. But I'm just thinking, this is a place where Stern employees, creators, can actually interact and help out, troubleshoot problem solve and right. it's one dedicated place and if they do moderation better than pen side it may be a really valuable well, resource and the and the main thing is my understanding is since it's it's stern hosted stern staff will be probably encouraged mm -hmm. but definitely allowed to use it whereas i know stern has a standing i guess we'll say guidance that uh staff are not to engage on pen side i love that that last stream that you were doing with Joel and them. We had Dwight Sullivan in chat and Raymond Davidson in chat, both Stern creators, and they were really open and excited about these features, and uh, we had a lot of fun that stream. You guys have to go back and watch that VOD. There is a little bit more, and then we'll move on here. Uh, numerous features still in the works we're going to learn about next year. I did find interesting that Stern has nearly doubled their tech support staff. Now running seven days a week. Some are specialized to help with Insider Connected. I asked about uh, whether or not they were going to adopt this model like Raw Thrills does with Big Buck Hunter. Like Big Buck Hunter, you drop $3 on location for a play. You're enabling yourself for possible qualification of a championship, so that's why you're paying more. But there is a, there's a coin drop split between the location and back to Raw Thrills. Same when you drop a dollar in there. Albeit, it's a small portion but it's still a portion. I asked about that. Uh, do you guys have plans on doing that in the future? And they said they have no plans for it, but they haven't fully determined yet how to manage all of that in the future. That'd be interesting. And the last question I asked for you beautiful people out there. They were talking, and I said, my homie Gomi, Gear Bear, will there ever be a day that this Stern Insider connected system is the system that will allow players to play a game with one another from separate locations? Think traditional or even co-op, how fun that would be. George Gomez did not want to get into details. He simply replied, yes, that's all I need. That's when you're going to get people to adopt this system even more, in my opinion. On to other Stern Pinball news. Did you see this Pinsider scandal? It goes by the name of Scandal, S-C-A-N-D-E-L-L. -L. I believe used to do animation for Deep Root, R.I.P., I saw, no, I didn't see this thread, but I, I did see some of the, uh, I've seen some of the work that's yeah. gone, gone into scandal, it. Scandal, again, are reanimating portions, especially of April on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Stern Pinball. And it's pretty damn amazing, in my opinion. You can find them on Pinside. This is not going to go over well with Stern, I wouldn't think, but... Well, uh, the moment you integrate the uh, the Insider Connected, I don't imagine you'll be keeping this. It would be hard for me to say I disagree with this because it looks good. The animation is really good. Now, we don't see movie animation. We just see stills. But if they can get that to work, that's phenomenal, in my opinion. We also heard a good interview with Zach Sharp this last week, Stern Pinball's Director of Marketing, on the Final Round Pinball Podcast with Jeff Tillis and Martin Robbins. They talked a lot about insider stuff. They talked about the release of Godzilla, uh, about the position that Zach Sharp is oftentimes in when things start to leak or get discussed. So 
go over to TPN's podcast browser and uh, listen to that. You want to talk about American Pinball? I would love to talk about American Pinball. Is AP connected? To what? To the internet. I don't know. I've never owned one. Mm. I don't think so. Rumors continue to swirl around about Legends of Valhalla being the next title from American Pinball. Now, to, to me, this has been voiced for an entire year. Doesn't really feel like news to me. Yeah. But I'm hearing screams that this is news. I, I've i heard this one, and I've I've heard some speculation as well, because I keep re-upping the trademark for Sherlock Holmes. So those are the two that oh, I hear. Good observation. Dave Fix, he was interviewed recently on a pinball podcast. Not a whole lot of info from that interview. A couple statements kind of piqued my interest. Um, but he, he said that Stern Pinball... He was talking about just the delays and the parts delays. He said, he said, look, they're only going to announce one game this year from AP instead of the two that he was talking about a month. Okay. Well, we're near the end of the year. So it's like at this point, we, and really. we know he said the next two are going to be unlicensed. And with that, he also talked about Stern pinball. He's like the parts delays are for real. And I guess he's alluding to them only getting out one game this year because of, he said only two games out this year from Stern and not three because of chip shortage. We've had, we've heard a lot about the chip shortage uh, in reference to getting machines and accessories out. I found it odd though, Dennis, because, because that's, that statement's just not true. Stern's released three games to my knowledge right right yeah that's that's strange because there were what led zeppelin mandalorian and now godzilla that's three and then if if craig bobby's right that we're going to be seeing another non-cornerstone coming that's four and then if the rumors are correct about uh, the third uh, third cornerstone kind of this year uh, december jan that's five that seemed odd like well that's not true Dave fix did say they're not going to raise prices he said i I thought they were doing a surcharge yeah, surcharge. He said, quote, we're not going to raise the prices crazy. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know what crazy means. Crazy. I always think dialed in when I hear that. I do too. Joe Cat. So uh, the, uh, there's a surcharge, and he was alluding to there being an increased price, but when talking about like $10,000 LEs, he was like, no, 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 no. You're not going to be seeing any of that from American Pinball. So we'll see what's to come here soon, probably from Expo, because if Dave Fix is working with Pinball Expo as a kind of a paid employee then or contracted employee, whatever he does over there with, uh, with Rob Burke, one could only assume that uh, he also has some leverage to get their new release at the Expo. So I think that's when you'll see it. Hmm. That would make sense to me. We'll see some Legends of Valhalla. See, I like the acronym for that. Love. It's love, love, Kalov, which is which is Norwegian for fish. <laughs> I don't know that. I made that up. Sorry, Norwegians. But it I, was so good. Feel free I wish to it was the pinball network at gmail.com and say what love actually means. It's Norwegian language. for fish. Jersey Jack pinballs in the news this week in a big way. They announced another designer, Mark Seiden, from the homebrew scene. Many of you probably. Uh, know him for his metroid prime homebrew really some cool stuff in that machine but they welcome him in as the newest member of the jersey jack design team they talked about on social media dennis that mark is well known within the pinball homebrew community for his skillful and creative designs when asked about his new endeavor at jjp mark stated quote i'm super excited to be at jersey jack pinball to be working with this very talented design team end quote you excited is it needed are you confused? What are we doing with Mark? Uh, I mean, it's a mix, uh, you know, um, and this was something that came up on that, uh, that live stream mm-hmm. on the flipping out channel earlier in the week, but that, you know, uh, Jersey Jack does, you need junior designers. Mm-hmm. So it's good. Uh, given that you have half now with the four of them, you have half of the team that's very seasoned and can't be there forever. And you've got two younger people that, can be cultivated into becoming the new the new mainstays but practically speaking i'm having a really hard time imagining we would see anything from mark before like 2025 given jjp's production speed sure sure so i can't i personally am not excited in the sense that i i know i'm not gonna at least i believe i'm not gonna see anything from mark for a few years but that doesn't mean it's a bad move for jjp to do it 
Especially if they're, I mean, if they're just sitting on all this GNR money. Okay. Why do you announce it now though? Well, again, why would, why, why keep it secret? Like that's the thing back with Stern and, and Jack and the design that just doesn't make any sense to me. Normally when people work for places, it gets out really quick. So you might as well make an announcement. Okay. Well, that does make sense then. He's going to update his LinkedIn. We're all going to know. <laughs> Damn LinkedIn. LinkedIn is weird though. Check out somebody's profile. They know. Yeah, that's why I always open a private window and do it. <gasps> oh, work around there, huh? Mm-hmm. LinkedIn's always spamming my ass. I'm like, look, I'm not going to use yeah, your social yeah. media because you're always trying to you're trying to get money from me. Piss off. Always exciting to hear about new additions to a pinball company. The newest addition that I'm most interested in is a rumored Toy Story pinball machine. Someday. I don't know who would be on code of that rumor title, but maybe it's Keith Johnson. He did chime in on the TPN Pinside thread regarding our discussion last week between Greg Bone and I about retheming Dialed In and why that seems like a no-brainer to us. Yeah, I, I read that. He has a lot of really interesting uh, stuff he shares from time to time. Keith Johnson or Greg Bone? Keith. <laughs> Greg, all Greg does is say something, you disagree, and then he pivots and tries <laughs> to sound like he agreed with you. That's what Greg does. Keith would tell you, you're wrong, Zach, and here's why you're wrong. Very, very different personalities. So Keith Johnson says, quote, for purposes of retheming a game, I generally consider the work of a pinball machine to be one-third art, one-third mechanical, one-third software. Parentheses, this is a very basic way of looking at it, but it probably works. So if you retheme, you generally save the mechanical. Always have to redo all the art and software is probably 33 to 100% redone depending on how well everything meshes. So if you take the classic figure of like a million dollars to design a game, you're looking at about one half to two thirds of a mil to do it. The math changes if you have inventory to get rid of, which happened pretty obviously a couple times while I was at Stern. It can easily cost more not to retheme it depending on what you have in stock. End quote. Keith Johnson. Good, to, good insight there. Yeah. Good insight. Crazy. Oh, sorry. Still, do I, I still disagree, Kiefer? <gasps> who are you to disagree with Keith Johnson? I'm Zach motherfucking oh, yeah, right. Minnie. Nobody. <laughs> that's who I am. You're nobody. I still can have my own thoughts. He might have more experience and, and uh, knowledge around this, but I, I still have thoughts. So I get well, Hey, you- call him and tell him about your idea for three, uh, or no, 10. Yeah, 10 competitive pinballs. Don't machines. sell me short. <laughs> That's what your ideas are. I laugh at them. I talked to Kiefer and Joe Katz about stuff like that. I haven't pitched them that one yet, though. Did you Did you tell them about the time you said that Avengers was a fan layout? Oh, look, I got it wrong. I got it wrong. I, I owned up to that. I missed a shot. Didn't see that little side <laughs> How shot. How can you miss a whole shot? That was the moment I knew you didn't like Elwin games. Oh, I own them all and have one on <laughs> And I ignore any flipper that isn't down at the bottom. <laughs> I get what Kiefer's saying here. I, I understand. However, it was interesting to hear him say, you know, roughly a million dollars to design a game. Okay. Well, then numbers don't lie. If you're doing another game, this would be one half to two third of a million to do it, which is cheaper than one million dollars. Sure. I don't know what but, the argument is. He's just saying. Well, but part of it is people that are into the the layout and the rules, assuming you're keeping those aspects the same, like how many could they expect to sell just yeah. by retheming? Because you're, you've already got sales out there and games out there. Right. And those that aren't about theme. And we, you know, you and I both agree theme is a great deal, but everyone who would go up to that would go, oh yeah, but, but I've played this before because it's dialed in. It's just reskinned. My argument would be if done properly, and it's a killer theme, and it's integrated well into new code, it would sell to dialed-in owners. They would simply just resell or move the game along. Some people would still prefer the original theming of a dialed-in, but other people would want the new thing that they can relate better to. And it's cheaper to, to produce. I just, I'm not aware of there being a lot of, of precedents for that, uh, be it something like, uh, you know, as, as blatant as the Shrek and Family Guy differences to... Uh, taking the comic art version of Spider-Man and how few those sold. Sure. And I I still get, I mean, I get the argument that he's saying, look, if we had a shitload of games that we couldn't sell, sure. Then you retheme them because it's already kind of there. But 
because and dial then remains my favorite layout that has come out of jjp so i i see that and i could see going well we know the layout's a winner so that's why we kind of want this to happen but they've got four designers they're constantly making these new designs which they know will be fresh to everyone and so that potential audience pool probably is identified as larger with that and they're thinking as well but why take the chance even of just using a theme to sell more dialed ins when we could do something like GNR, which is going to, you know, blue dialed in out of the water in sales. So let's go on to Toy Story and not, you know, let's not live in the past. True. The designers are designing faster than JJP releases games. Very true. We know that uh, JJP has two lines going now, though. Did you know that Back to the Future was made in approximately six hours? Doesn't surprise me. Nope. I rounded down to make it even cooler. Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. I, I still think it's pretty sad. If it took six hours to think of that turd. Sorry, Joe Camacow. Love you. (laughs) Bring it back, Joe Camacow. Redeem yourself. (laughs) Hey, Dennis Creasel, you like analogies? Sure. A good analogy is a great way to explain something to someone else. Are they metaphors? Similes? What the hell's the difference? There's one with as and like and one just assumes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are similes. What is the blank is to blank as blank is to blank? What is that? That's nothing. Maybe that's just an equation. Let's try one on. The greatest pinball podcast character is to Nordman. As the greatest pinball podcasting segment is to pinball market trends. Why, when we do shows now, do you like take these end parts and whisper them? Oh, been a whole thing. I've been basically b- performing oral sex on this sure mic right now today. <laughs> just, so, just so you all can hear me. And I don't fade off like this and whisper under my breath. I suppose, Why are you licking the microphone? Oh my gosh. What, what is that? Have you seen that? I've heard of it. Well, I don't. Uh, hearing of it is horrible. I posted in our Discord TPN. <laughs> VIP TPN Discord. Somebody was talking about the is it ASMR? Is that part of the licking? I guess. <laughs> Do people find that ASMR-y? Yeah, I don't know. It's chicks that lick uh, mics. And I don't know if it's supposed to be soothing, erotic. I'm not sure what it is. But I'm going to trend it down this week. Because have you ever heard the sound that that makes? Oh, it's it's disgusting. I, you can have the most beautiful, for me, woman. Uh, but beautiful woman performing this lick service onto a weird, almost phallic-y microphone attachment. The fuck is that thing, first off? But doing so annoys me. It angers me. It really makes me angry. I don't know how anybody could be turned on to that. I just want to slap their wrists and say, you have better manners. Stop. Uh, (laughs) We should do that. (laughs) No, we shouldn't. Can you guys hear that, that, uh, that complaint about my audio quality? Uh, <laughs> Training up this week is Mandalorian by Stern Pinball. That's licktastic. Number one, because it's holding value overall. They're back-ordered and they're hard to get and they keep bumping the production, making them even more desirable. But number two, check out the Pinside Top 100 listener. This Mandalorian pin has climbed up, up, up all the way to position number two. How about it? Wow, that's pretty high. That's really high. Do I believe it deserves that number two spot? I'm a shill. I'm a company man. I would say yes. It does. No, no, it doesn't deserve number two. It's a damn good game. I love mine, but no, not number two. I don't know if it finally got enough. I don't know. Semantics here. It's training up. Also training up this week is Elvira's House of Horrors Topper. You're the topper, uh, the topper protege, Dennis. How dare you try? Why am I not? What, what dare? How what do you, dare you, you try to come at me at, I upon end up my fortress? Achieving a, a single topper, and here you are accusing me of things. Unfounded oh. accusations. No, there's treason behind the scenes. Say, you trying what? to build a topper army. Don't think I don't hear things. I don't, I, you know, this is the paranoia of uh, kingship, is what it sounds like. You are nothing more than a young squire out there with a mere pitchfork. You cannot infiltrate my gates. 
like that. They took our pinball toppers. Charm alone. It will not happen. <laughs> Could I do it with two Scoopy Snacks? Elvira's <laughs> House of Horde Topper. They've indicated by Stern that uh, you may not see him again. Uh, I'm not sold on that idea. But you may not see him again, so you're seeing numbers fly through the roof right now on that particular topper. Everybody made fun of it because I had a little a little box that opened up with the screaming effect. It was just stupid. Yeah. It was a sticker. What's stupid now? Everybody wants one. They want a sticker. See him sell for like 2K, 2,500. Damn. That's high. I'm feeling generous. So also trending up this week is the Pinball Network. Bias, bias, bias. That's right. TPN is trending up because the numbers don't lie. And your man only reports the facts. And the facts are, we've added six streamers this week. Is it five? That's a half dozen. A baker's dozen. We've added a lot of streamers this week. More to come next week, believe it or not. And some big things coming, hopefully, to YouTube and to streaming as well. We need more podcasts. I think TPN is uh, it's objectively trending up, right? Uh, Even you would say that. In volume, at least. Quality. I hope so. I believe so. We've added these uh, these streams, so I'm I'm confident. Yeah, a list of the streams that we've added this week. Shout out to House Hardy. For those of you in a cave, House Hardy, it's Reby Hardy, and her husband, Matt Hardy. Uh, they just so happen to be professional wrestlers and immensely popular and entertaining, you know. I don't think Reby still wrestles. I, uh, I loved their series of detective novels when I was young. Man. Oh, happy birthday, Dennis. So we added House Hardy. They're a wonderful, wonderful stream. You gotta you gotta you gotta go over there and check them out. As well as Pride Pinball. Pride Pinball coming in. Sean, what's up? Frisco Pinball. I love Frisco's enthusiasm. He's hype. I'm hype. Let's go! We got Wild Dog Arcade. I do like I've been a consumer of Wild Dog for a while now. Hmm. They're like, eh, three cameras, not enough. Four cameras, motion to the bullpen. We need five cameras or six cameras. They've got headsets. They high production value there. Really entertaining stuff. And they like Rick and Morty. So I like them. We also have Wicked Pisa Pinball Pit. Pisa. Pisa? Yeah, yeah. It's a Wicked Pisa. A Wicked Pisa. Yeah, it's a New England. Thing. I like my tagline. I've actually seen this one a number of times. Taking the Ch- piss out uh, of Pinball. A- Chuck Webster over there. And he also does the NEPL leagues over there in New England, New England Pinball League. You ever ever been up around that area? No, I've not been further northeast than New York. Mm. Syracuse, eh? Yeah. So we've added those streamers, more to come. And we received, which gave me a a network boner, we received a very specialized shout-out from Matt and Reby Hardy on their stream Friday about the pride and happiness that they have joining TPN. They're boosting their game. They got they got a, a custom computer rig and multiple multiple DSRs being built as we speak. Now they're in the middle of nowhere uh, in North Carolina, I believe. VIPs, so their internet connection is not the best, but they're working on it. And they said they're honored to be a part of TPN. They're hyped up, and because of that, it made them want to bust their ass even more getting this big streaming setup set up. So, mm. so shout out to the. All right, we'll, we'll take a listen right now. Guys, another big announcement that we didn't even get to yet. We were going to announce it on a pinball stream, actually, and we were going to do a pinball stream. Oh, this is a big one. Either tonight or tomorrow, and we were not able to because (laughs) if you watch the first few minutes of this show, right? Max, thank you. Still on this hype train. We are now team members of the Pinball Network. So cool. So happy to be a part of it, and uh, we've got some good stuff coming. Yeah, that's part of what inspired us to up our pinball game. You know, we was gonna do it anyway, but we were like, well, damn, now we now we really gotta up it. Whoa, Lost Wolfling, love that name. I got a little Wolfling, he's probably lost in the living room right yeah. now, wondering what we're doing. <laughs> Thank you for that sub. Welcome to House Hardy, welcome to the fam. Level one complete, love to see it. Thank you, thank you. So lots of good stuff. Oh, Spazzy Mac, it's 88, a, Pasha check. Boom, uh, it's a great step, and I'm super excited to be part of the Pinball Network. Uh, I'm starting to enjoy and appreciate pinball more and more, so I'm super hyped that we get to uh, partner up with the Pinball Network. It's so cool. Nice, so nice. Cool. So all is well in the pinball world, except for those that are trending down this week. Trending down is American Pinball's Hot Wheels. Shit. Trying to sell them. 
I'm not gonna lie to these people. You're too beautiful, too lovely. There's one on Pinside right now, Dennis. It's been sitting for a month at 5,600 bucks. <gasps> no one wants to go for those RPM targets. Never make stand-up targets the main feature of a game. Sorry, Flipron. Hot Wheels is trending down, unfortunately. It's still a fun game. A lot of people love it. They're not selling like everything else is right now. Can something be mean and true at the same time? Ah, uh, sure. Why not? Mm. Also trending down this week. Oh, spending a dollar fifty for a thousand SoundCloud listens makes you wonder what somebody would do to win a four dollar trophy. Then, ooh. Enough of that bullshit. Let's jump into deals of the week. Bye, bye, bye. Deal of the week this week can be found on Pinside. It's a Guns N' Roses limited edition. Get out your checkbook, Dennis, because DS Games out of Jonestown, Pennsylvania, is selling a GNR LE with less than 200 plays. Why so few plays? Don't know. There's no issues. It's number 440. Complete goodie bag is attached. Maybe there's a small nick on the right rail, but it comes with a new side rail. First floor. You don't have to worry about carrying that heavy bastard up a flight of stairs. $9,900. bucks. Bye, bye, bye. That's a good price. They just raised this thing to $11,000 uh, for a new one. So $9,900. bucks. you can get it now right outside of Harrisburg. Go get you some. Also training up this week is a Bally Scared Stiff Playfield NOS clear-coated. Wait a minute. We all know that uh, NOS Playfields, in particular Scared Stiff, not always the easiest to find, but this one has been stored in a controlled environment and has a clear-coated playfield. Come on! $1,000 or best offer. Obo, oh, come on! Bye, bye, bye. This is outside of St. Charles, Missouri by Technical Steam. Chugga, chugga. I almost want to buy this. Should I Do buy you have it? a Scared Stiff? No, but it's in then my... Then why would you buy a playfield, an NOS playfield? You guys have heard it here. I will buy stuff that I know that I will it's like in the future. It's goofy. It's just goofy Why? To You're do. not going to be Let able to get Let it go this to someone easily. who could use it. I'll use it, damn it. It's not no, like I'm hanging on the No, eventually it doesn't count. I'll use it. Cookies are sometimes food. What the hell? And so I just decided I'm just going to say random stuff when you're just going all cuckoo. Oh my God, loud noises. You know, Zach, one time I killed a guy with a trident. That doesn't surprise me. It escalated quickly. Uh, my response to stuff like that is, what the f- <laughs> Deals of the WTF this week. We've got one. It's a hot one. Talk about technical steam. I'd take a steamer on this deal. Lord of the Rings, outside of Marshville, North Carolina. Jay Striker on Pinside. Jay underscore Striker. I like Jay Striker. So this isn't a personal thing. Sometimes it is a personal thing. Sometimes I don't like the people that I do a deals of the what the fuck on. But this one, I do. Uh, Jay Striker's a cool dude. Uh, talks a lot on, on Pinside. Uh, good dude. But he's got a Lord of the Rings. It's gorgy. Look at this thing. It's powder coated. Oh my God. It's got the shooting app. It's got the, uh, the, the Palantir mad. You see that? Oh, big old ball right there. Looks good. Path of the Dead, it's there. Everything's there. It's wicked cool. That's my, that's that's all I got for New England. Mm-hmm. Not bad, yeah. right? Yeah, it's okay. It's got the topper. Do you see the topper? Wicked awesome. He wants $15,000 for this. <laughs> Jay Stryker. I strike thee with uh, Dennis's Trident. No, no, no. I don't care if you got lights coming out the back of this thing to make it all pretty and fancy. I don't care that there's no wear on the cabinet. I don't care that this thing is damn near mint. You know what I would uh, do with $15,000? Probably buy 15 scared stiff playfields. Because you'd use them all. I'd buy a Lord of the Rings Ellie that's mint, and I'd still have a couple thousand dollars in my pocket. Sell, sell, sell. Yep, sell, sell, sell indeed fly you fools all right ladies and gentlemen this is not just another pinball gimmick no 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 it's no upper play field with simple stand-up targets give me a break it's pinball market trends let's close the barn doors dennis yeah yours is better more rusty well i was a horse i thought you were the squeaky door oh your horse sounds you like probably a squeaky thought door. i was a squeaky hinge yeah, you sound like a squeaky hinge. that's how bad my voice is today Ugh. <clears throat> Where can people find you? They can always reach out at eclecticgamerspodcast at gmail.com. Easiest way to reach me. Oh, I thought you were going to give your home address out. That's where they no, literally I can find you. need more packages. <laughs> oh, that's right. Sorry. I know you roll your eyes every time you see a package from me. You're like, oh my God, the worst. You gave me a heads up that something was coming. And later in the day, I opened the door and I was like, this doesn't look like a pinball machine. 
Oh. And then I picked up the box, which was huge. And I'm like, this is really light. I'm glad we didn't decide to get you the one of the first Godzilla pros because now you'd been bitching. Everybody else has got their pro. Where's mine at? Yeah. <laughs> Chicago. What an excuse. Ah. You can find us both at the pinball network at gmail.com. Uh, I look over most of those emails and coordinate that so I can send them to Dennis as well. Check me out at straight down the middle at sdtmpinball at gmail.com. And if you're ready to buy a brand new pinball machine, you can do so from Flipping Out Pinball. Product showcase this week, Godzilla Pro pre-order. I believe I have a spot or two left in the November 2nd run. Yeah, we also have some Willy Wonka LEs coming in. Still have some spots available of that. That's a great game. Beautiful game. Jump on it. Avengers Pro. Do I have any Avengers? I might have an Avengers Pro. Star Wars, the pin, comic. Buy one for your granny. She wants to play pinball too. Think about the promotion you could get if you buy one for yourself and take it into your workplace for like two months, three months. People will love you. You'll, be, you'll get the employee of the month. Who doesn't want that, Dennis? Uh, Would you award somebody employee of the month if they brought in a freaking pinball machine to play during break? Uh, I mean, I suppose. That's a pretty big perk. Godzilla pre-orders and accessories. Latest I've heard on that. I haven't heard anything on that, actually. Just keep the pre-orders or the interested list coming. Email us at Zach, Z-A-C-H, at flip, the letter N, out, pinball. Dot com. We got more Beatles Gold coming. Big Buck Hunter Reloaded. Want to make some money on location? Get one of these there. We've got Stranger Things Art Blades. We got the shooter rods as well for Stranger Things. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Groot Head Shooter Rod. Uh, I've got accessories. I saw a Jurassic Park topper on Pinside sell for $1,000. I'm like, you dipshits. <laughs> 600 bucks. I've got them in stock. What are you all doing? They're not checking out flippingoutpinball.com. Iron Maiden Shooter Rods and Art Blades. Banners. I've got a whole palette or two of accessories coming in this week that accessories department at stern if you're listening over there you know who you are killing me you are killing me i never know what i'm getting but it's never what i need (laughs) it's a surprise not the accessory i want it's the accessories i need we may have some mandalorian armor coming in (gasps) how about them apples Mm, straight from the foundry Hopefully we'll get some more Mando accessories. I know that I think other dealers have been getting shooter rods. We still haven't received ours. We ordered a shitload. Who knows? I've give up. No timeline for Topper either. Whatever. Escalator's turnaround time still eight to ten weeks. Hashtag parts to laser reel. But I'm announcing this today, listener. There's a possibly from flipping out pinball Chicago pinball expo special for those of you interested in picking up an Escalera at the show. Why wait eight to 10 weeks? Maybe the special is going to include no shipping. That saves you a couple hundred bucks right there. So be on the lookout, follow, like, and subscribe the Flipping Out Pinball Facebook page, and you'll get some updates on snagging one of those. Merch is still online at flippingoutpinball.com. If you want to buy your favorite t-shirt from the pinball show, or maybe the Nordman series, or hell, maybe even Puppet Pals, straight down the middle, you name it. And we also, Dennis, I'll have to talk to you about this is exciting news uh, off air, but we had a non-TPN provider reach out to us and, and interested in us doing some t-shirts and selling some t-shirts for them. So that's cool, right? Mm, interesting. TPN last week was Final Round Pinball Podcast with Zach Sharp. I love that episode. See who Martin kills off. <sighs> Flipping out pinball stream video cast with Dennis Creasel, Travis Murray, Craig Bobby, and the host Joel Engelberth. They discussed Insider Connected, the new JJP designer, and one of my favorite segments ever, off the cuff, was called Dennis Debates. And a debate it was. Ultimately, he was wrong. And, you know, it's your birthday, so I don't want to rub that in. But it was a good good segment, Dennis. <sighs> good segment. We also had an Iron Pinball battle from Don't Panic Flip Stream. They battled Stranger Things between Don't Panic Flip George and Fliptronic Jordan and Becca. And I got to say, production value, pretty freaking awesome. Even when they started, uh, George had a little uh, transition that came in, just like the old video games that said, fight, and it had the graphic. Oh, jeez. TPN's on fire, y'all, and we're not stopping anytime soon. This week, you're going to find on TPN a Triple Drain Pinball Podcast. Also, a Silver Ball Chronicles, potentially. Uh, We'll probably hear a TPS interviews show with Matt Morrison. Mm. Puppet Pals, they made a very rare video appearance on social media this last week. We saw Steve's arm. He, yep. got a, he got a bunch of merch. That was really cool. So uh, I'm glad to hear that those those pals are doing okay. I was worried there for a moment. Hopefully we'll hear a podcast from them very soon. 
events-wise at TPN. We do have something to promote it. It's called the Pinball Super Series at District 82, and it's going to be streamed on Fox City's Pinball Stream. One weekend, six tournaments, or for Travis Murray, tournaments, cash prizes, over 100 pinball machines. Streaming live October 14th through 17th on twitch.tv slash Fox City's Pinball. We'll sell you the entire seat, but you'll only need the edge. All right, Dennis, I think that about wraps it up. Jeez Louise. Pinball Ugh. media is making me tired. Forever sleep. I could have went with. This pinball media is making me thirsty. For Dennis Creasel, I'm Zach Minnie. And always remember, it licks the mic with its tongue to achieve a sound akin to dung. <laughs> and always practice safe pinball. And happiest of birthday to one of the greatest people in pinball and a true ambassador for this industry, Dennis Creasel. Happy birthday, buddy. Mine is working. As my dogs are barking. Why are you, why do you have dogs? How many dogs do you have? This is our microphone test. I have two. Two. Are they small, yappy types? Considerably. Mid-size. They're not Yorkie types, but they're mini okay. golden doodles, so they're... Mini golden doodles. Yeah, uh, expensive mutts. They sound expensive. Yeah, they're just, they're, I don't know, three foot So long, is there fur foot. gold foil? Can you not touch it? No, not gold foil. Depends on the series that you get. There's different series. F1Bs, F2Bs, first generations, F1s, yeah. Why couldn't you just call them LEs? Why does everyone have to have their own... LV. These dogs wouldn't be Ellie's to me. They're a pain in the ass. Oh, dogs. At least they're not cats. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I've never cared much for cats. No. And please stop accusing me of creating that Canada's Pinball Podcast fan page. Albeit pretty on point and hilarious. If I have issues, I will tell you directly. No need for fake troll ass accounts here, my friend.